Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Bob Stauffer joining you. 6.30, Chet, hour number two of Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex. Digitex has our office printer and supply needs covered. They do it all. They could be doing it all for you right now. 6.30, Chet, the play-by-play voice of the Edmonton Oilers and the Edmonton Eskimos. Brendan Ulrich, what time does uh, Eskimo pregame kick off tonight? Extended pregame show. Countdown to kick off at 6. Reed didn't want to pull that extra half hour in, eh? <laughs> no. He's got the greatest gig in the world, that Reed Wilkins. Well, he'll be busy over he's, the weekend. I think he's coming in on Sunday as well. Okay, well, yeah, I guess so. If you're hosting the Oilers pre and post game <laughs> yeah. show, I would think, yeah, you would you would come in. Uh, in this hour, speaking of the Edmonton Eskimos, uh, their general manager is Brock Sunderland. He will join us at one thirty-five. Mark Spector coming up in twenty-nine seconds. Time Stoffer Inspector for Horse Racing Alberta Live Racing Saturdays at Northlands Park. We'll also get to NHL today for elite promotional marketing, more than just sportswear at about uh, one twenty. Uh, Six. Without further ado, we are pleased to be joined by Mark Spector. Hello, Speck. How are you? Pretty good, Bobby. How you doing? Good. Uh, you got a little bit of play on your Kyle Brodziak tweet. I've told the story. Uh, you know the bet that I once made with Robin Brownlee, and because he cashed out early, it saved me about four thousand dollars. So I'm very pleased with that. <laughs> In fact, there's even a reference on the Twitter. Uh, feed to. I wonder how much money that's going to cost Bob if you come. Oh no! You know what? I've always. You know what? I. You know I did the color in 0809, and I was frankly stunned the Oilers traded him at that time uh, because I think they got two picks from Minnesota, fifth and a sixth. Uh, one of the picks was uh, they used on the goalie Olivier Waugh, who didn't pan out. Uh, and actually, Minnesota used uh, the sixth round pick on Darcy Camper, and he's still playing. So, yeah, well, that's a that's a familiar tune in Oilers' recent history, my friend. So, uh, you know, you gotta. I mean, I will say this: if those picks didn't work, they did pick Kyle Brodziak in the seventh round. Yes, and he's played just shy of 850 games. He's a solid pro. You name me a scout that that gets a kid in the seventh round that plays 850 games, I'll tell you a guy that made a hell of a good pick. So, there were some picks that worked. They just didn't all work as lawyers, right? Well, the irony of the Brodziak situation is he was in the 2003 draft, okay? Kevin Prendergast ran that draft, and and I was accused at times of being too hard on Kevin uh, when he was the head scout. I think Kevin's, first of all, he's a good guy, he's a good man, uh, and he knows hockey. He was totally overqualified to have been the uh, director of scouting for Hockey Canada when he was there because he'd already been an NHL scouting director. But... uh, 
What I do recall is Mark Antoine Pouliot went, the orders traded down out of 17 to 22. They took Pouliot, and if I recall correctly, in the summer of 09, and that draft was in Montreal, that's when the trade occurred, uh, the decision was between Pouliot and Brodziak. And Brodziak had basically played two full seasons, and Pouliot was up and down. And I think uh, the last time I checked, Marc-Antoine Pouliot was playing over in Switzerland. So uh, it's funny how those situations work out. Now, do you know, uh, he's represented by Elaine Waugh, right, Kyle Brodziak? Correct. Is Are we talking a one-year or two-year term, Spec? Well, that, that I'm not sure. I would think the player at his age would be trying to get I mean, obviously, as much term as he can. You won't go past two years with Kyle Brodziak. I would suggest they get him uh, two-year term. I'm going to say his AAV last year was 950, so you're probably not going to exceed that by very much. So I will say Peter Chiarelli's had a habit of, you know, sort of handing out that extra 100000 200000 on his contracts, but... He can't be more than about a million-dollar player, don't you think, Bob? Uh, yeah, I would tend to agree with on uh, on that. Look, we know the position the Oilers are in. $3.5 million to spend on four-spot spec. That's if you factor in the full rookie bonus on Yesa Pugliarvi, and then $3 million qualifier on Ryan Strom, and a give or take a couple hundred thousand bucks, a uh, $3 million AAV on a two-year bridge deal for Darnell Nurse. So does not I give do. them a lot of money. Uh, and Brodziak fits the bill for what, because it gives Edmonton a second right-handed face-off guy. He was up to 52%. He's actually always been a sub-50% uh, face-off guy, which is a little bit surprising given that he's a right shot because there's fewer yeah. right-shot centers than there are lefties, and usually they tend to have a, a, a you know, Derek Ryan, 56%, Bozak, 55%, guys in that range, but he was at 52 last year. I think he can play. The numbers, you know, he had a good year last year in St. They had a very effective fourth line. Um, they don't. The Oilers don't have a lot of money. Does this mean a guy like Jason Chimera, when you bring in a 33-year-old Kyle Brodziak, just as we we believe Patrick Maroon spec is mutually exclusive for Milan Lucic, you can't have a both. Does that maybe box out a guy like Jason Chimera on the wing? Yeah, I would say so. Uh, I don't think that you're bringing in. How old's Chimera? He's got to be 35. No, he's 40. 40. There you go. So, no, you're not bringing in a 33 year old out of 40 year old. In fact, as, as much as I like Jason Chimera, uh, he's a winger. I'm happy to have the 33 year old sentiment rather than the 40 year old winger all day long. Uh, no, I think you're right. They're mutually exclusive. I, I stand corrected. Shamara's 39. He just turned okay. 39. There you go. So, no, I don't think you bring in both. I think you're bringing in a guy, uh, obviously, who can still play some. I like Kyle Brodzak. I've watched him play a lot of playoff games. He's very effective in the role he's given. He kills penalties. He wins faceoffs. And you're kind of bringing in a guy that I think everyone agrees you missed Matt Hendricks a little bit last year and a, a little bit of leadership. And, you know, I'm thinking you put him down on the line, and he, he, he tells Jujar Kara, watch very closely how Kyle Brozniak does things. Because, you know, that's the kind of player, maybe better, maybe more skilled, but that's the guy that's a guy like Jujar Kara can learn a lot from. Well, the other, uh, yeah, the other thing it does is it moves Jujar Kara potentially to left wing. That's fine. Right. You know, that's fine. I don't, he can, you know, or they could swap off depending on who's winning their draws that night. I think we've learned that having lots of centers is good. Centers can always play the wing. Wingers can't always play center. So uh, I'm. I think it's great that the depth 
person that they bring in, it would be better for the orders if that person was a centerman rather than a winger. Yeah. Anyways, uh, bottom line here is I would suggest that, you know, all signs. And, I mean, your tweet suggested he was strongly considering it. Uh, he's down yeah. with three teams, and the orders were definitely in the mix, and I think it's a distinct possibility that's going to happen. Uh, so an older guy like Chimera, you envision being out of the mix, uh, even though you and me both would have time for him. Um, oh, yeah. Can they afford a guy like Tobias Ryder? Uh, I don't know why they particularly require a guy like Tobias Ryder. Reader? I thought it was Reader. Reader, sure. Reader. sure. Uh, I'm not a... You know, he's. A, uh, I don't know. I don't think they. I think that the the itch they have to scratch is that is that depth penalty killing centerman. If they do, they need a. Fir, uh, how would I say? I mean, Reader's not a top six player. No, he's a third line winger that can fly, and he can kill sure. penalties. Okay, I'm not saying. You know, I I'm not. I don't know. I'm not overly excited about Tobias Reader. Okay. Could they use him? Sure. You could always use team speed. But I know people love him because the Oilers let him go and he had a little bit of success elsewhere. But I think you can uh, – I'm not sure that he's in the mix. I don't, I don't think the Oilers can afford him, right? Like, I, I don't think they can afford him. I'm going to throw a different type of question at you. Mark Spector joining us, Stockford Inspector for Horse Racing, Alberta Live Racing, Saturdays at Northlands Park. Spec. The orders, uh, you know, got Evan Bouchard in the draft, and uh, he's already played three years of junior. He's nineteen. He's a mature kid. He's, uh, you know, six foot two. He's already two hundred pounds. He's clearly smart. He loves the game. He's. You talk to guys that are from the OHL, and I talked to a bunch of them on Friday night and Saturday day, and they're like, "Look, this guy, he's going to push hard." I could see him going with us when we go to Germany and Sweden. Does that change because you have Bouchard? Does that change the complexion theoretically or the need for what we maybe thought a couple of weeks ago with the number seven defenseman? Well, it, it, it sure throws a wrench into the mix because if Bouchard can play, you don't want to impede him. You know, you want Bouchard to dictate how much ice time he gets, whether he makes the team, where he fits on the team. What you don't want is to have signed a a veteran guy who takes that opportunity away from him and then find out later that, Jesus this Bouchard's better than we thought. He's more ready than we thought. So it's a question mark. But here's what else you don't want to do, Bob. It's, it's not yet July 1st. You can't count on Evan Bouchard being an NHL defenseman next year. Right? I think we've gone down this road enough in Edmonton with, with 18-year-old players. I know it's completely fair comment by you. Completely right? fair comment. Yep. I want to I gird against being forced to make him play. I'm still going out and finding my depth defenseman here. And, you know, if, if Evan Bouchard can play and I just have too many guys, I guess at Christmas I can trade the depth defenseman for a fifth-round pick. But I don't want to go the other way and find out that Bouchard's not ready, but I got a spot for him and he has to take it, and now I'm forcing him. I don't want to do that. Well, there is a kid that you know well. He golfs every year in your golf tournament. St. Albert guy. Uh, had a couple of years ago a pretty productive season with the New York Rangers. Colt, he's represented. He's he's he's. <laughs> I saw Colton last night. Uh, but uh, no, uh, Nick. You mentioned Holden. Nick Holden. He's an unrestricted free agent. Would he make sense? Uh, I think he makes a lot of sense because he's clearly a an upgrade over all the names we've we've sort of looked at as the seventh man around here. The better player than Eric Griba. He's, uh, I think he's a better player than other St. Albert kids. The orders have Ryan Stanton. 
He's a better player than, um, uh, you know, he's he's ahead of an Ethan Bear. Like, you can trust him. He's got some experience, right? So I think that uh, a guy like Nick Holden, he's, you know, I know the Rangers used him in some overtime situations, so they thought he could skate well enough. The Bruins used him in some second power play situations. He's clearly a third-pairing guy, but I think he fits really well with Edmonton's needs. Does he fit uh, salary-wise, Bob? Is AAV last year, I think, was one six five. Right. Might be a little steep. Might be a little steep for what Shirelli has to spend. But uh, I would suggest that the, that the St. Albert kid would love to play here, and uh, I think that if they could get him. He's better than most of the guys they're looking at right now. How about that? Well, two years ago, he had 11 goals and 34 points and was plus 13 with the Rangers in 2016-17. And then they, right. they did a couple weird things, right? They they went out, they picked up Brendan Smith at the deadline in 16-17, and he did, he did really well for them. And, and then he ate himself out of the NHL last year, reported too heavy, ended up down. They signed him to a four-year extension in like, I think he got like four six five per year. And and Holden, you know, I started, um, uh, you know, seeing the Rangers scouts, and they're like, you know, we might be moving this guy. And the Oilers actually right. en- ended up getting Brandon Davidson, who also uh, did not get qualified by the Islanders and is going to be a uh, unrestricted free agent. So I- I'd have time for Holden. I, I just, you know, I- you've got. I-, I would have to think that he'd be able to get a deal somewhere between uh, one times. You know, one to one point seven million per year. He's got to be worth that that valuation. Uh, that's a good right. And I, I, unfortunately for the Oilers, you know, this is. I heard Ryan Mashog talk about this the other day, and I couldn't agree more. You know, it's it's, and I wrote this. Uh, the death by a thousand cuts line applies in a lot of places here, Paul. The Oilers have signed a lot of guys to just a little extra. You know, Zach Cassian isn't a $1.9 million player, but that's what he's making. Mikko Koskinen, what's he making? One seven five? Two seven five? sorry? Uh, 2.5 million, Mark. 2.5, sorry. 2.5 for your backup goalie. I'm here to tell you, Bob, that's a, over a million dollars overpay. It is far too much for a backup goalie. The guys played four games in the NHL, and they got two and a half sunk into them. Now you're looking at a guy like Holden who might want 1.6, and you're going, man, we don't have that money anymore. Why don't you have it, right? Because you've been sprinkling an extra three to four hundred around on guys too much. They're overpaying players, and this is where it bites you in your last few spots on the roster, and that would be the difference in hunting down this last defenseman. All right, Mark. Do you know what today is? Uh, yeah, I do know what today is, Bob. Besides two the fact, yes, two years since they traded Taylor Hall, as I recall. Absolutely. How you like that? Did you think he could? Well, I, I, we've discussed this before. You did think he could maybe be an all-star one year, right? Down the road. Oh, absolutely. Did you think he'd win the heart? Well, I'm not going to say that I thought he'd win the heart. No, but yeah. you know, had we had the conversation, I mean, he's. It's still when he left Edmonton, and even today, it's still all ahead of Taylor. He's not the place. I don't even think he's in his prime. So. It doesn't surprise me overly that he has won a hard ball. Yeah, he put together a program, and he was a, he was a different player. You know, put it this way, he was way better in Edmonton for at least three of the four previous years than he was his first year in New Jersey, and then this year he put it together and he crushed it. He did. Listen, give him all the credit in the world. Uh, you know, and and really, 
like there's a thesis paper in this ball. I'm not going to write it, but the <laughs> Oilers, you know, you don't miss the playoffs 10 out of 11 years by making one or two mistakes. There's a myriad of mistakes that are made along the way. And the, 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 they all came together in a constellation where this organization and a lot of people in this city looked at a guy like Taylor Hall and said, we're going to be better if we trade Taylor Hall. You know? And meanwhile, and let me get this thought out. Meanwhile, Pete Chiarelli spent six months shopping. Remember this, Hall, Nugent Hopkins, or Eberle. He had them all out there. And those players were so devalued that the only deal he could find was Hall for Larson. And now that we look back at it and we go, Hall for Larson? Like, how did that happen? Well, it happened because it took, it was 10 years into making that trade, Bob. And frankly, it may be the low point of the Oilers' decade of darkness. All right, uh, Mark, we appreciate your time. Uh, we'll talk to you uh, early next week on Oilers Now. We should announce right now we are going to move days with you moving forward in the summer. Yeah, we're going to Thursdays. That's perfect for me and uh, I think good for the listeners, right? Well, most importantly, Mark, it's it's all about being perfect for you. Wow, okay. I wasn't going to say that, Bob. And for horse racing, Alberta will be a little bit close to their action on the weekend. There you go. Now you're talking. Spec, have a great weekend. I'll talk to you later. All right, Bobby. That is Mark Spector, Stoffer Inspector, brought to you by Horse Racing Alberta, live racing Saturdays at Northlands Park. You can text us on our Westlock Ford text line at 630-630. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford. Check out the great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. When we come back, the rising star? Maybe not, but the Drake fan. Brendan Ulrich will have NHL Today, brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing. This is Oilers Now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca. Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports certificate of authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton show. Showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Chad. It's 126 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Oilers Now. Let's get to it. NHL today brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing. More than just sportswear. Brendan Ulrich. Well, we just talked to uh, Mark there, Bob, about uh, Brodziak, so we'll skip over that, but it is a possibility that he has interest uh, with the Oilers uh, when free agency opens on Sunday. The Washington Capitals have announced Todd Reardon as their new head coach, the worst-kept secret in hockey official there. The Capitals have also re-signed defenseman Michael Ketme to a four-year contract. Average annual value, $2.5 million. It sounds like Detroit and uh, Mike Green, there is a mutual interest there for Green to remain in Detroit according to MLive.com could be a two-year deal Don Sweeney Bruins GM saying that Antoine Hudolbin will not be back with the Bruins next season and there is some speculation about uh, the Vancouver Canucks Bob maybe being uh, interested in Nylander from Toronto well that makes sense to you well, like Kiprios was. Uh, and who are they throwing here. out now? Chris Tanev? Is that who? Well, it'd be Tanev plus, obviously. Uh, There's no chance. Better, it's just Tanev. Better be a lot more than uh, Chris Tanev. 
guess we'll have to wait and see. Uh, 127 in Edmonton. You can text us at 630-630. Tweet us at Oilers now. Bob Starver with you. At 135 today, we will talk to Edmonton Eskimos General Manager Brock Sunderland. The uh, Eskimos tonight are hosting the BC Lions, who are managed by one Ed Hervey, who uh, combined with Chris Jones, saw the Edmonton Eskimos win the 2015 Grey Cup. Off to a global news weather traffic update. Eileen Bell.